You're listening to Wired on the Wing with thanks to Van Diemen Brewing, your local beer this footy season. Way out on the wing. Let's rip. Wormy, what's coming up this week, mate? Mate, we have another, another massive episode. We discuss your trip to Brinksome. And my trip to the Thriller at York Park. Oh, yeah. We look at one of the closest rounds in TSL history. Uh, hey, some correspondence all the way from the US of A. Uh, we're on the lookout for a missing goal umpire's flag after Saturday's <laughs> performance. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, and I've got a little surprise for you. Might be a chilly end of the week. Ooh, we'll wait and see that. Love a surprise. Uh, you reckon it's a stitch-up? We might as well cover off on it no, I straight love, away. I love that the intro's a stitch-up, not telling each other oh. what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Your trip to Brinkside. It was probably the hardest part of the week, actually, is to just roll straight into the intro, <laughs> considering we haven't actually done the episode yet. Nah, but we know what we're going to talk about. This could go anywhere. It could go anywhere. What were you doing up at Brinkside on Friday? Uh, just visiting relatives. Okay, yep. <laughs> Uh, that's all we need that's to discuss it. about no, that. That's we... pretty sick stuff, isn't it? It's not good. Hey, uh, what a what a week in footy for state the state league competition. Some Very absolute good. belters. Very um, good. You were there. I heard it from the ground next door. But it's a massive, uh, massive upset. Up well, the problem the problem I was so cheers. We, here is cheers, cheers. Out of stubbies tonight, not cans. We cracked early because yeah. we had some memory card trouble. Build the beast. It's mm. good. Uh, I was at York Park and saw Kingbra get over a, uh, oh, I don't know if you call them gallant North Ontestin, but it's a very impressive Kingbra effort. Were you behind the goals? No, I wasn't, but I was underneath the siren. So I was standing with three others and oh, we on. heard the siren before the mark was taken. So, Ooh. in our eyes, Ooh, hold on. Geordie Lane didn't take it. But then, I suppose, by you look at the 150 metres that the sound has to carry and then it's judged upon when the umpire yep. hears the siren, blows the whistle. Utah's it's renowned for siren gate, isn't but, it? Um, but then Geordie Lane, stepping up from SFL, went back, had the weight of these teammates that were standing around like we were taking soccer penalties ready to launch in. And uh, I tell you what, he couldn't have kicked it closer to the left-hand post if he tried to the point where the North boys all reckoned that... Yeah, well, they all pointed at, at, the, at the same but time. But we had, we had this question well, after. To, the goal umpire queried with the um, field umpire and the boundary umpire whether yeah. or not it had touched. Now, as the goal umpire, you either know whether it has... A, I'm not sure what... What, what, they what were value they were going to add there. So, you yeah. either... It either did or it didn't. Yep. And it... According to him, didn't which yeah. I don't think it did. Well, maybe he was like, "Did you see it hit the post? No. Did you see it hit the post? No. Well, I don't think it did. So let's roll with but, that." But um, then, say so they jumped, they, all, they jumped over all over him and stuff, and they. Well, I ended up taking the boys onto the ground, and we went to for a kick up the southern end, and uh, just coming out of the Kingborough rooms. Dun, 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 another one bites dust. Oh, yeah. hello, yeah. boys are pretty happy in there. Oh well, there's still a big big scalp up north. I've got to yeah, well, bring that, down everyone's before. Everyone's chasing that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, they didn't get a wing this weekend, Launceston. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> um, no, it was a good, yeah, good win. Um, surprise, Fluffy hasn't been on the phone to us and chirped up and told us how good it was and how big the the Kingbra boys they're on a roll, but. The they big, did. Uh, was was a good result. The big uh, really wig sent me a message. Just wondering uh, who, whether who did? the big the big wig. Oh, did he? Yeah, just wanted to know whether in my observations whether or not I thought it hit the post. Yeah, said it. I didn't think it did. Yeah, fair so. enough. Uh, and Clarence held on to a um, gallant. Are we straight wig? into the radar here? Ah, that's all right. Uh, fast finishing TSL, we'll, we'll, North over. Yeah, it was very good. Yeah, they should have won that by a bit more, but. 
in the yeah, end. Yeah, North Hobart. A few North Hobart played, changes yeah, later played, in the game. Played really well. So, yeah, it's tight at the top. Obviously, Launceston a bit ahead, but under them, it's going to be interesting to see who vies for that final final spot. But Wormy, how was your weekend? Uh, so weekend. We've jumped forward to football very. That's quickly. all right. Weekend uh, was great, actually. Uh, back on deck. It was good to have some clubland local footy back. Now really was, missed it. You, uh, you were at Invermay Park. I was. For OLs versus Old Scotch. OLs versus we had, Old Scotch. We had a half an inch of rain. What was in your gauge? 20 mils. Oh, should be a bit less than that. Yeah, was, uh, well, 20 mils. <laughs> Twelve and a half. That's what I have. Probably twelve and a half. I always have twelve. Uh, of rain on Saturday morning. How did Invermay Park hold up? Because uh, it was flooded the week mm, before for uh, juniors. A week before or two or weeks, two weeks before. before. No, the ground wasn't too bad. Definitely wasn't under flood. Old um, Lake Invermay. It was a little bit muddy. You recording? <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit muddy. Gunshot. A little bit now. muddy in the middle. But as you know, I never really ventured into the middle. So. Wouldn't have had to worry about that. Out the wings look nice, but in the goal squares, the the top end, would you call it the northern end? It's more like the northwestern end, the way Invermay runs. No, northeastern. North, sorry, you're right, northeastern end compared to the southwestern end. So the northeastern end was nice. Southwestern end was a little bit... It shifted the ground around a little bit. You see the post? Uh, actually, I did yeah. see that. Yeah, they moved. Um, that I Maybe OLs aren't used to that. They, I... Um, I was just critiquing your goal umpiring performance yeah. from afar. It was very good until <laughs> almost almost took out a kid's <laughs> eye with the with the. Do you know what happened? So talk the- us through it. What, we're on the lookout for a missing goalpost. Uh, sorry, wave, umpire's flag. Yeah. No, I just did the wave and very after I'd given you a bit of feedback about yeah, being a bit more you'd dramatic. Sent me a, you sent me a message. Said be a bit more dramatic. So I thought I would. So I've waved the flag. <laughs> And as yeah, I've good, got, it was a good actually. You had some good snaps. Yeah, happening. and as I've gone to flick it down, the the cord that was holding the flag into the pole has flicked. So that's the flag's gone. And as I've gone to spin it, the stick has swivelled and gone behind me. And it didn't now, happen. It went out like a bloody torpedo. Well, it didn't happen once, but I almost took out old scotch old scotch's coach's son. Who was helping me retrieve the balls at the at the southern end? Almost took his eye out because it it happened again. It flicked straight through him. So straight uh, through the kid. Almost went whew, straight past his ear. So anyway, it uh, one and of those. Then you were left fumbling, trying to. Trying I was to trying get to get, get the cord back. Someone in. was trying to annoy you, yeah, calling you. Yeah, and score. And anyway, <laughs> I got there in the end. But no, I'm quite enjoying the goal umpiring. Do you feel that you're as though you're involved in the game? It's just nice. I've got to shut my mouth a little bit. Um, you, you chirp, do you? I don't. I don't chirp. I positively encourage. Engage. Yeah, yeah. So it's just you got to, you know, you got to take a step back, sit back. But they were the OLs couldn't have had more annoying females on the sidelines yelling out to all the players. That was a ladies' oh, day. There. Oh my gosh! You reckon they had a champagne breakfast? Yeah, and breakfast, lunch, and dinner, afternoon tea. So. That had a few of the girls. I saw them oh, trying now, to... It's nice for you to know what it's like coming back the other way. <laughs> I saw them they were doing a race along the... You know, I reckon there was a couple of hamstrings pulled. and Anyway, it was a good game. Well, it was a little bit disappointing, actually. I was expecting a bit oh, tighter. I just didn't score a goal. Yeah, not until three-quarter time. I was expecting a tighter effort. They were... I think they were only missing one or two. There were a couple of injuries uh, to a few players early on. But uh, outside of that... Yeah, old Scotch were yeah pretty dominant. And then the we end. were we were kicking the very heavy jaw off the ground on Sunday morning at NTCA yeah, jun- for juniors. Junior footy, very good junior performance f- there. Yep, junior so, footy, NTCA got a got a run. Get the win? No, no, but, got uh, done in the end. The boys, but they played pretty well. They had them, they had them on toast early. Yeah, and then they just... It's amazing. I don't know what other junior coaches find with this or even senior coaches. You know when you... And as players, you know when you walk into a, a ground or a change rooms and stuff, you can tell when a group's on and that they're there for business and stuff. God, it makes a difference at junior level. A mindset. When yep. you can have kids that are actively engaged and ready to go rather than either being defeated before they walk in or... Just minds away with the fairies. I'm not even on football. Um, our boys were on Sunday morning, and God, it was a delight. And a, it was good. They watched. A, Took um, the top team to town in the first ten minutes. Yeah, absolutely. So 
Anyway, they ran out and dominated at the end, but it was yeah. good, 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 tightly fought contest. Anything else for your weekend? Um, bit of golf. Uh, well, we'll flick it the wing radar. Bit then. of golf. Oh, well, no, talk, you don't talk golf? It's up there. Uh, Things yep. we don't talk about. All right, moving on. Oh, great decision, that one. Now, listen, at Way Out in the Wing, we want to build a community, a community of local footy devotees. But we can't do that alone. At the moment, you, the listener, are simply an audience. But the cool thing about what we want to do at Way Out in the Wing is to be that thriving community, a footy voice piece that brings all of you like-minded and hugely passionate individuals together. And that's pretty powerful in a largely regional volunteer space that is local Tassie footy. So we want to bring you together. Let us know what's happening at your club, in your league or region, so that we can let Australia know about it. Send us a picture of your teammates' rude training attire. The shot of goal that they mucked up on the weekend. Let us know what your canteen excels at. Hashtag canteen watch. Or what events, fundraisers or reunions you've got on. Hit us up on the socials, at Way Out Wing, on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, or flick us an email, wayoutinthewing at gmail.com, so we can let everyone know just what's happening at grassroots level. Get the radar. Dude, dude, why building houses on the things we don't talk about? How did that come about? Uh, you went on a tangent one day and I did added I? it very quickly. <laughs> All right. I forget. Ah, uh, well, the wing radar, Wildus. Uh, what is on the radar for you? Uh, well, what you covered off, We've covered off on TSL. We have. Um, oh, I've got a presentation for you. Now, tomorrow, we're recording Monday night. Do you yep. know what tomorrow is? Tuesday. Tomorrow is Ooh, hold on. Ooh. the Speak Up Ch- Stay Chatty Short Stay. I actually saw I saw the tweet about that before. Yeah. So Excellent. there is, we're going to get a photo of this uh, afterwards. The There's pop, a beanie the for you. Excellent. I love a beanie. I've got to say thanks very much to the crew at um, Speak Up Stay, oh, Stay Chatty. Thanks, mate. I actually um, I had some shorts coming for us, but they just got a little um, sidetracked on the way here. So we don't wear shorts? No, we were going to put them on. Uh, there's a sticker for the kids. Oh, brilliant. There's a pin for tomorrow. For Excellent. Your, for your lapel. Yep. Don't get snot on it. Excellent. Um, but yeah. Fantastic. Tomorrow, speak up, stay chatty. So basically, we all understand that talking about mental health can sometimes be uncomfortable. So tomorrow, Tuesday, 21st of June, which hopefully I'm going to try and get this up tonight so that it's uh, live. Uh, let's come together and brave the cold and brave the conversation for speak up, stay chatty, short, short stay. Uh, brave the cold, brave the conversation. So reach out to a mate, a friend, a teammate, a coach, a colleague, a family member, whoever it is, just check in on them, make sure they're okay. We all go through ups and downs and stuff and it's amazing what a question of how you're going or whatever can actually break the ice and make a huge difference. Absolutely. Uh, I could not agree more and I think it's become a lot – I don't use the word – taboo because it's definitely not a taboo thing i think it's i think it's become a lot more prevalent that that men especially are willing to open up and have a chat and and you know if they ask a mate hey mate how are you going it's not just a yeah 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 no i'm good i'm going actually you know what i, I had a i had a chat with a bloke the other day that um basically around his mental health yeah and we both agreed that we've progressed so far because 100 10 15 Years ago, there's not a hope in the world, I don't think, that we would have been having the conversation we were having. Yeah. So things are progressing. But it takes yep. – you've got to start the conversation. So ask the question. Just And you, you hit the nail on the head then. Ask the question. And it's, it's a skill in life to be able to ask a question and genuinely listen, listen and not just be ready to – Respond. Like you just did. Yep. Um <laughs> Case in point. Yeah. So, you know, ask, listen and, and, you know, ask questions because 
uh, it's really important sometimes you know you get things off your chest so I did see the the uh, post on that so I'm glad that's good Wilders yeah, so we'll, we'll get a photo and we'll throw it up on the socials with our shorts tomorrow. or just the beanies well, well got the I've got on. shorts on we could you probably know. i got a pair of scissors that we can do something with uh, those these track are, pants these are the old ones so they're not they're not wicked ones though they're not <laughs> wicked track uh, pants we might be able to yank them up so that unless you go really short shorts ooh boxer shorts I don't think I've got anything on oh no hold on <laughs> uh, we missed it last week which yeah. is probably because our research leaves a little bit to be desired. Uh, Emma Humphrey's been drafted to the West Coast Eagles. Uh, no, we didn't miss it. It happened the night we got No, home. you sure? Yep. It was the next day because I got a little me- uh, little note here. Yeah, that's oh. awesome. Awesome result. Winyard, former winyard very, girl. And, very well deserved. Yeah, absolutely. Great to see her uh, see her have a crack at AFLW. So we alluded to all the AFL teams... Uh, getting a women's team as of next year. So that's great. Uh, speaking of that, a little bit of wing radar slash correspondence. Gilly got in touch with me <laughs> during the uh, during the week after listening to the podcast and said the AFL bid does include both a men and a women's team. Now, so, we were talking before we started recording about yesterday the ABC had almost an hour discussion about the... Um, Lots so, so of discussion. I don't think AFL that team. point is very clear because I know the ABC commentators... All. They had no idea, and I was almost prepared to um, text in or call in, but I was driving. Someone did make a mention, and it oh, said, d- "Can no, we do Nick, the?" It said Nick from Launceston. Did you hear no, that? No, uh, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I had this comment. Uh, I'm, I'm agreeing. Going, yes, yes, Nick from Launceston. It's like, not me. Someone stitched. Uh, me. No, someone did suggest. I oh, would it be a better idea to get an AFLW team happening before the um, men's side? But it was the commentators hit back and said, "Look, it probably for the sake of the game, the men's one needs to come in, and then whether the women's is at the same time." But Gilly, cl- Gilly clarified that with that the W bid is part of it. It is uh, good chat on ABC about that and uh, the benefits of the stadium. Basically, saying because I I sort of dismissed it and thought, "Oh well, the stadiums, you know, the stadium we've got two, so we can save the money, but also." The stadium really is. It's that training facility. It's what brings. So you're what still brings all players. For the stadium. Yeah, I think I am. I, I really wish there was a bottomless pit of cash where we could deal with the health crisis and homelessness, which I think are two massive issues in Tassie, as well as buy a stadium. <laughs> um, so you know, it'd be lovely if there was a spare one point five billion or something around where we could we could fix yeah, all the issues. But I think I think the one thing, and I, I absolutely get that there's some significant homelessness crisis and health crisis here and, and beds that we needed. But I but I think the, ta- the, the stadium will eventually, hopefully, bring in revenue. And then, you know, it's one of those I things don't, that... I, I can't disagree with that, but I don't think... Like the, the argument is, oh, the facilities will keep players here and blah, blah, blah. I'm not sure. A stadium is part of the facility or it yeah. is a certain... Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's not... Yep. You don't, oh, I don't not think you're not going to just recovery come. No, or weights no. or training center or. But you spend a club. lot. You'd spend a lot of time at, you know, at at the center. The, the MCG is arguably the best stadium, or you could potentially argue Optus and stuff. But how much time do the players nah, actually spend all, there? Yeah, but that's. I mean, Collingwood have got whatever it is, AIA Gosh Park or whatever it's called. Yeah, but that's you know, not the D's a, have got that's their not own. a seven hundred and fifty million dollar. No, no, I would dispute Mate, how, that. How much did Essendon spend on the the hangar facility that they've? Don't know, oh, but it doesn't include. Out. But it, that doesn't include a playing stadium, does it? No, it doesn't. No. So this is where the this is where I've gone cold on the stadium idea because I think we can still build the facilities to run and manage and um, keep an AFL side. Doesn't necessarily. I think the stadium can come after the fact. Let's upgrade Bell Reeve. And York Park, and get the get things happening before we dump into a a, yeah. a, a money pit. And yeah, who knows? Um, it's probably an issue we're not we're not going to solve straight away. But one of the I saw on Twitter a bit about the um, the vote, and our mate Dave Moore reckons there's probably six presidents or from an age poll that are for the the Tassie team. Uh, he no, he said to me four of them were Richmond, Adelaide, North Melbourne and Geelong. I'm not sure who the other two and maybe the five again. But wouldn't it be great if, you know, Peggy came out or, or the other presidents came out and said, 
hey, we're all for this Tassie team. Let's, you know, let's get it going. And they've got a, um, a directive to not do that at the moment. From? AFL. Uh, you'd hope not. I mean, do you reckon those other presidents have well, got a directive to push it? Uh, from the know. AFL? So you're you'd not really hearing, hope You're not, not really hearing much either way at the moment. It's gone a little bit cold after Eddie's uh, rant and, and that was knocked on the head big time. And and so it should be. If I was a North Melbourne supporter, I'd be giving him the you know the thumbs down on that well, as well. We've got a new touch on Eddie. We've got a new uh, segment. Oh, it's not really a segment. You ever heard of the pit? Uh, I've heard of plenty of pits. Yeah, <laughs> not the snake pit. Uh, the pit is where someone goes and never comes back out. Right. Are we sending Eddie now, to the pit? We have a wing pit. Okay. Yeah, Eddie's going in it. That's just a stupid idea, Ed. Can we send Tom Brown to the wing pit oh, as well? Oh, he hasn't done enough yet. The only the person in the pit with Eddie? Yep. Tony Cochran. Yeah. Goodbye to the pit. We need so, some sound bite for that. Yeah, we do actually. Send so they're the in the pit. Excellent. The wing pit, Eddie Maguire and Tony Cochran. I like now I got it. To, I got better news for you. Listen to this. Okay. Here we go. Oh, yes. Back to back. Rosary, yeah. Back to back. I Rosary saw that. Turak. I saw that. The they boys. are flying. Absolutely. Hey, they're... Um, I tried to dig up a little bit of when the last back-to-back wins were. They're not far off uh, They're not far off finals football. That was... Oh, um, there are a few wins out, but... That was terrific. I saw that the other day after their... That's two in a row. It just, is. Just yeah. going along beautifully. They are... Third win of the year. Yeah. Beat West Olverston on the weekend. Yeah, I'm just trying to find where they are on the ladder. They're only two games out of the finals. Two wins out. They're is it, sitting... Is uh, it dangerous territory to start riding seventh? them? Seventh? Riding them? Oh, we're on them. We've oh, been on them for now we get, a long now we're time. In, now we're in touchy, ter- uh, touchy territory. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to Brinks for too long. <laughs> about... Uh, oh, geez, we just don't want to put undue pressure on them. Just let them, nah, let they're, them run they're up, their they're up and about. They smashed... Um, smashed West Alveston So good on them Who are we, who are we playing next week? I uh, didn't get that far on the oh, right. Play HQ Well that's alright I was we covering can, off on this week We can quickly find that out incredibly. So yeah uh, Actually <laughs> without doing too much back work uh, How good was Nick Street The sports minister's Ex- rebuttal of e- Eddie Maguire? Yeah exactly what we needed It was. F- uh, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit surprised Mr Rockcliffe hasn't come out And Done the messaging, but he's apparently a, a a different leader than Gutwin, and it's in the sports portfolio. And Nick Street came out and just smacked that back Did over. Did you hear him covers. on SEN was a, on Friday? It was like date Rahul Dravid just bang coming straight back at you. <laughs> Indian cricket being inserted <laughs> into a Tassie footy podcast. That's not on things we don't talk about. Uh, his rebuttal on SEN with uh, Flash and his filling commentator, AJ Johnson. Yep. Uh, yeah, was, yeah. Um, Jack away. Was, AJ came out to play. Yeah, it was uh, very impressive. Yeah, I, I like, I like uh, Nick Street's attitude. I agree on that. Hey, speaking of cricket. Did you find Rosemary Turak, who they're playing? No, it's, oh, your you internet's a bit slow out here. So I haven't got that Slow. yet. Slow. There's a red mark on that. I'm actually looking at Skylink at the moment. Right. So that's out. It's, well, yeah. it's, did it rain? It's yep. worked at the... It's no. working on here. Um, no, speaking of cricket, uh, Bill got in touch with me. Bill Williams. <laughs> yes. Um, after we spoke to him last week, uh, and he said... He mentioned about the Seagulls, the Wright Brothers... Uh, the Wright Brothers, the Wright Island Flatheads... <laughs> sister, going flying. Sister cricket team. Got in touch and said, mate, I've spoken to the boys at the Seagulls. They're keen for a game against the Polecats whenever you're ready. Happy to travel well, we south were, to we play. We did speak to the captain of the Polecats uh, earlier this evening. Did you? Well, you did on the way out here. Oh, so the, you see the captain of the Polecats. Oh, I've never been invited to. I've only played a couple of games. I've got banned. I'll, I'll come out and umpire. I think we've got someone. To umpire? Yeah. Square leg? Got someone. Ouch. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll talk about this offline. Um, I think you're busy that weekend. No. <laughs> Thanks. Excellent. You're listening to Way Out on the Wing with Wilderson Worm. Make sure you listen, like, and subscribe on your podcast channel. Let's rip. Hey, uh, Wing Raider, 
it's, I'm, I'm got, merging correspondence yeah, in with the we, we are jumping. But a shout out to Sven Richter from New York City. Wow. Yep. So Sven got in touch. Actually saw him. He was back, but he lives in New York. So it may as well be correspondence from New York. Says he's absolutely loving the podcast. Brings him back home from uh, from the US. Loves a laugh. Loves listening to about the local teams and how they're all going and you know, cures a bit of homesickness. So he said, keep he up the good work, Wildus and Worm. He potentially had the shortest football career known to mankind. Poor, poor fella. Debuted in the same game he, with him. Did you no, debut did, that? Yeah, uh, yes. Same game? Yeah, against Perth? So. Yes. Yep. He came down to the club as a, and offered his services as a doctor for at the start of pre-season. Roped ended him to up, play footy? No, he ended up doing the pre-season with us. Played a couple of practice matches and stuff and earned his spot in the round one side. Yep, and seniors. Good team it was too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were a few debuts that game. Started on the bench, came, ran on and was on for probably 45 seconds, if, if that. If that. And got crunched. Broken jaw. Broke his jaw and never, never stepped yeah. foot on the football field again. Yeah, I think his medical career a, surpassed that. That's happened a, a few times. There was a story out of country Victoria of... The bloke, there was someone that played 35 minutes, or was it SANFL? Played 35 minutes, busted his knee or something. He had got, uh, he got drafted mid season ish. AFL? Uh, might have been AFL. I can't remember. Uh, played 35 minutes, busted his knee, and decided, well, oh, that's probably it and stuff, but it was the best 35 minutes of my life <laughs> as an a... AFL player. Oh, well, there I forget you go. that. I have to chase hey, He that played up. 35 more minutes than we did, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Ah, excellent. All right. Well, yeah, thanks, Finn. Shout out, mate. Say good day. Um, I met his lovely wife. Uh, Emma. Emma. Thank you. I was about to say Emily, but it was Emma. So that's good. Hey, a little bit more correspondence. Um, Robbie O'Connor. Saw him at the footy on training. It must have been Thursday night. He wants us- Man of the Midlands. He wants us to intro- introduce a little segment called Controversy Corner. Oh, yeah. That, that's- a- do we have to? Does this have to start at the start of the show? Because that's arguably what this podcast is. Oh, it's not. We're not too controversy, but he wants. He wants some. Not he, this year because we're best mates right to the interview. Eh? He wants some <laughs> right wing controversy that we can throw out there. So if you've got any controversy you want us to discuss, such as the apology that the St Pat's president had to come out and talk about on. Socials. Facebook on the socials. If you you know, if you want us to talk about the controversy, send us in some info. Or if you know a mate that's we will gone for the weekend it. up at Brank's home or uh, Bali, <laughs> whichever way. Uh, send it the in wing at, at gmail. Oh, I'm doing email. Oh, first. sorry. Way out in the wing at gmail.com or no, no one touches. Uh, it's only um, Hayden that sends us email. So Hayden, if you Shout want to send us an email Hayden. about it, if not at the socials at way out wing. You better. You got to send in controversy because yeah. otherwise we end up making it up. <laughs> <laughs> send us some stuff in, controversial to discuss. Could be anything, you know. You should there dirt, be? Have you got some dirt on Gilly? Should the, yeah? Should there be? Um, you know, should you be allowed to query someone's age in junior football? Um, <laughs> there should be plenty of. Little security, controversial security on the gate. Yeah, as they check, run show checking us your birth, ID, mate. birth certificates. There's give a us a that. give us a, a a flat B, but most of the kids ran out. And go, ah! <laughs> 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 sorry, oh, mate. sorry, mate, you're off. Yeah. So anyway, um, um, yeah. in TFA, there was a tot. Yeah, Bracknell got over Georgetown. Yeah. Well, sort of a tot. Well, it was Percent, a tot. Percentage that Georgetown oh, well, was first and third. It was yeah. equal points. Yeah, maybe they're just a little. I've, Inside the NTFA, someone said Georgetown are a... Smoky. Yeah, real smoky. Well, I did speak, speak to one of their injured stars over the weekend, and yep. he was just suggesting that, yeah, that they might have some... Because I queried what their depth was like, and nope, it was thrown straight back at me that the depth at Georgetown is A-OK okay. this year. So. Good. Hey, how um, how beneficial do you reckon the... Uh, the splitting of the under-18s team away from the Premier competition has been in the NTFA. Do you think that's been a good thing or a detrimental thing? So you're talking about the fact that there was a forfeit? Oh, there's been a few during the year. I've seen a few during the year. It hasn't been one club specifically that's forfeited 
every single week. It's been a bit of a, you know, I, I know, um, I know on the weekend. But this, actually, I've got, I think I've got this comes back here, to who was it? I think this comes back to like it or not, the potential requirement for for clubs to have to restructure how many teams they have on offer. Like you look at, and we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, you look at the ODFA, they've gone back to a one-team club and they're able to fill that. We spoke to Freddie Byrne, the Campbelltown coach, about having selection pressure on a Thursday night trying to pick 22 players. But is that good? When there's how how many's how well, many are missing better, out? It's better than that. Uh, he suggested that they were picking from twenty five to twenty six. So okay, that's, that's not too bad. But if you're picking it's better from than that, forty, you know, there's a oh, lot. Of but guys I don't missing. think. But I don't think that's going to be the case. Okay. Because then you're only trying to find another four or so for a reserve site. Yes, there will be times when you're caught middle ground, but surely that's a better way for a club to operate than trying to ring. 10, 12, 15 for, players. 40-year-olds. On a, on a Thursday night, yeah. are, you, are you right to play or whatever it is? So, I think At, the under-18s are I, split. I, so, on that point, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, but what I think there needs to be, and this is where all associations need to come together, and this is what I don't think will ever happen, but this is where it's all associations a hope. It is, need to come together and say, you know what? This year, we're going to struggle to get 50 to 60 blokes on the track. Um, For instance, I'll use Bridport as an example. We're going to struggle this year to get 50 to 60 blokes on the field. We can get 25, and if we do a bit of recruiting, we we might get a few more. So this year, rather than the club club going to recess, we're going to to play. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just throwing this name out there. So it's under the NTFA. They're so perfectly run at the moment, as we've as we've mentioned. They, I, I don't mean. Yeah, I'm about to say it sounded facetious. I'm definitely not. I definitely don't mean like that. They are running really well. But they, let's say they're in charge. We're going to play Div Three, and it's a one-team competition. So, so let's say, so they couldn't get the numbers. So we'll play in Division Three against uh, the other teams: Campbelltown, um, Mount Pleasant. Whoever it is who can only get one, one team, just as seniors. Let's say a South Launceston um, next year struggling for numbers. Rather than have them fold and completely go into recess, I'm just picking picking any club. They could say, all right, well, look, we can only get the numbers for one club, so we'll play our that competition into a div three against those other teams. Then the next year. We've got an influx of numbers. We're back playing seniors and reserves, and we're back in Premier League or Div One. But doesn't that, um, regardless of the league, doesn't that do away then with promotion relegation? Uh, And the the potential of that happening, uh, because if you're opting, because it's almost an opt-in, opt-out. And whilst we never want to see a football club um, have a year off or fold or whatever it is. I'm not sure that that's opt-in, opt-out is I the use, greatest. Yeah, I use the example of South just as an example. I don't think it. I don't think it would happen that you'd find a Premier League, a Premier League, a Premier Division team struggle for numbers um, just by natural attrition and and juniors and stuff. I think you'd often find it would be the Div One clubs. I know there's been times when you know we're at Old Scotch. I know there were times we're at Old Scotch. Um, I don't know how many years ago, four, five, six years ago, where you're struggling to get 15 blokes on the track. So maybe that year they could say, look, we're, we're, we're calling in a bunch of old farts to play reserves footy. Let's just have a senior team. We've still got our under-18s, but let's just have a senior team play and we play in that div comp. I don't think you'd see it in a premier But I reckon it, it might be a case of um, inner city clubs are probably going to be okay moving forward looking into the future your, your your town clubs are probably going to be well served with regards to the numbers that are around i'm th- it's probably more the regional clubs yeah it'd be more likely the regional that are going clubs. to potentially have to look at going to a one team format so rather than waiting rather than and we use bridport as an example rather than getting to that point where they have to have a year off why don't the leagues 
start to look forward about what we do in that situation, where they slot into oh. it and stuff, and have a bit of forward thinking. Well, I know the NTFA do do that. They they early on in the season, you've got to be registered with your player numbers. I'm, I you know, reckon that, all they, leagues do that. I'm sure that. they do. So it's like, look, how are you guys tracking? Have you got number registered players by November, by but January? But let's, let's say a Hewanville is only looking at getting 28 players on the track at that, at that point. Yep. So you look as though they're only going to get one team. What's the what? Are, what is the process then that says, okay, what levers can we pull that a Hewanville is a SFL club, mm. but it's only going to have the one team? Where do they slot in, or, or what does it look oh, like? Well, I could talk about this for a long time because I reckon is this? It did, I forget to hit the deep dive button. <laughs> <laughs> I I would love to see a Northwest competition. A North competition and a South competition. Do you see breathe heavily? And then split, <laughs> split between call across those regions. Premier, Div One. No, just don't get get rid of All Premier. Right. Get okay. rid of Premier. Okay. Okay. Div One, Div okay. Two. Div so three. Div One, Div Two, Div Three, Div One and Two promotion relegation. Div Three as a one club competition. One team. One team, one, one team competition, and. The promotion relegation between the top two, and if you are, um, if you are a Bridport who, um, let's say you were in Div One, but you, you're a Bridport and you can only get a one team comp, and you drop into that Div Three, but the following year you you get, you get your two, you go into Div Two, you don't so go you don't straight up. No, jump you back go into up. Div Two, you work your way back up. So that what I'm what I'm what I hate to see is I hate seeing the Fingals, the Bridports. The um, Branks Homes, the Winner Leas, St Mary's. Hate seeing clubs fold. We don't want to see that. I get player numbers are down. So here's a way. I mean, what a loss Fingal was. You know, we had a massive rivalry against Fingal and it was it was awesome. So how good would it be for that club to still have the opportunity to play football and represent the jumper and use the ground, but it was only a one-team one team club for a year or two or three until they could recruit and build some funds and get some more players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, I think it just you know means a Bridport this year doesn't uh, fold. I saw they had an advertisement out for a senior that. coach, so best of luck so with forward, that if you're interested. Thinking, at least get, get on going board again for 2023. But you know, for me, that works. And if you had that in every single region, maybe that's a maybe that's the way of the future. So, who knows? Um, Congratulations to the 33 boys who have been selected in uh, Tassie Devils 2022 NAB um, Development Championships. Did uh, see the that. 16 uh, 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 yeah. squad. Peruse, a peruse a few of the names through there. Yeah. Some good young players in that. Yeah, some lightweights in there. A few, few boys. <laughs> you saw um, uh, uh, playing weights and um, heights. Heist. A few, there's a, few, big, there's a couple of bit. There's a one nine five and a one nine seven in there. Yeah, there's also a one seventy six and sixty kilos. Young Stumpy Downey. <laughs> he, uh, there's a few little boys. Yeah, he's one, a ruckman now. One ninety seven and ninety one. Big Mason Ilfenston from Wynyard. So, um, yeah, there's a few big boys. But no, I saw that. Good luck to uh, Jamie Howard and the team coaching. So, have you listened to the TSL podcast lately? You know that one that the what? Yeah, the TSL podcast. I thought that's us. Well, I thought it was. There was. There's another one that there's was a not. shot across the bow, but it's just it's gone on episode one for the last three weeks. We haven't got an episode two yet. Okay, I'm hanging out for it, Gilly. Can you work your magic? A uh, couple of bags of goals. ODFA. Big Matty Haywood for Campbelltown slotting ten through. Few on the socials were very happy with that. Were they? Yes. Yeah, good to see. Caden uh, Wilson bagging fifteen for Tri Bunner, <laughs> and equaling that, Brady Lang- Brady Langford for OHA. Bro- Brody Langford. Uh, it's a Brody. I've written yep. down. I've yep. written Brody, Brody. Uh, for OHA against Richmond. Mm. Yeah, they uh, they're back in the. It's no thirty for OHA though, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, that they are. They're back in the back in the top five or top four. Are you sorry, coming. Uh, I don't know about their coming. Did but we do? Did we do predictions at the start of the year? We didn't. Did L- we? Lucky, because we would have been way off. No, we, normally this time of year it was this time of year last we time did, we did it. We didn't do it at the start of the year. Oh, I, that's I don't a think so. Miss of us. Let's. Should we do well, that next week? All right. No worries at all. Put Send that on in the, your predictions. Yeah. Well, maybe we can for throw premiers. It out there. 
How can we get a poll? Oh, we'll, we'll sort something out. All right, we'll get perfect. Derek to sort it out. Uh, Thanks, Derek. OHA, see the um, legend from OHA. Wingnut, the wingnut. Oh, wingnut. And hey, let the flying in player. Wingnut doing his bit yesterday for the Devils, acting as team runner. No, I didn't see that. Uh, doing his role for the next few games when they're playing in Hobart. Why would he be doing that? Fitness. No, because his son Jack plays ah, for the Devils. There you go. Good to see him out there. Looks good in pink, Wingnut. Good player. Hey, uh, just to wrap up the All-Star Series for the women's, the Northwest, as expected while I was goal umpiring, it's great. I love the advent of technology. I was goal umpiring, and then during the break, I jumped on the phone. I was watching the State League um, games next that were on. Yeah, and well, I watched that one. I then jumped to, did Lauderdale play? Were they playing on the weekend? Uh, yeah, they did. They played um, Glenorchy. So Glenorchy, I, watched, yeah. I saw that game, and then also, but also watched the women's All Star uh, series. So the Tri Series and the Northwest. Thanks, thanks to the Daily Potato Company. Yep. Um, the, the Northwest uh, were way too strong for the SFL and. Ended up wrapping up that series with another two wins. So, it's a strong competition up there in the North. Undefeated in two years. Undefeated in two years. So, yeah, they were really good. Uh, The SFL didn't play any games on the weekend because of that. Uh, And I don't think the Northwest girls did either. Um, Speaking of Tassie. Nor did did the Northern girls, actually. Tassie. um, Did you see Jack Rewalt running with the gardening glove? No. On Thursday oh, night. P- playing? Yeah. Excellent. So the Cyclone Gardening Gloves. Straight it out, wasn't. Yeah, it was. Straight out <laughs> of aisle 13 at his local Bunnings. Went down, That's cut a couple awesome. of the fingers and stuff. Which begs the question, what's the most obscure piece of attire, be it protective, precautionary or fashion, that you've ever seen on a local football field? Uh, well, Timmy Blandon used to run with the arm guard. Oh, that was fiberglass. Fiberglass arm guard. That was like the Dennis Lilly I, um, aluminium bat. I I thought I broke my scaphoid once, so I and I'd played with it Timmy. Was that the you know how um it was osteitis pubis, now it's syndemosis. Uh, so that was that the well, in I saw, injury. I saw Timmy Bland and win one, I'm like, that looks good. Maybe I should get one of them. So I went and got one moulded up and played with it for a, probably for no about, need. No, no, I thought I broke my scaphoid. In the end, it was just a little soft wrist. <laughs> Some bruise. Syndemosis of the wrist. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I had that. Um, what other things? Uh, I, I did see something on, on social media about woolen um, woolen, pant, woolen bike pants, like with a fluffy I've insert. Seen the, I've seen the but, odd, uh, I've seen the um, occasional bike pant that is too loose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a bad look, a loose yeah. bike or some, pant. Or a really odd coloured Bike yeah. pant? You know, the TSL have a stipulation. It's got to be skin coloured. Really? Yeah. Can't be black or blue? Uh, it can be black, but you can't see it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it let right, us know. So, hold on. Uh, Were you alluding to something? Have no, you seen- no, no, I haven't. No, no. Yeah. It's just a question I thought. Is, have you got a mate that's gone down and got- Like a Mason Cox pair of goggles? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for the sake of it. If you, what's the most obscure piece of uh, football tie you've seen? Hit us up on the socials at Way Out Wing. Hayden, you'd have something good. Uh, there'd be some. There'd be, there'd be stuff. Your grandfather will have played with a, I don't know, a, a bulletproof vest or something. A steel box over his heart because it was hurt in a war or something like that. Or I don't know, a, something in the. He we'll played see. played with a belt or something to keep a hip flask in the back pocket or something like that. <laughs> I don't know, there'd be stuff out there. Oh, there'd have to be. There'd have to be. Hey, so you reckon you like what you're hearing? Well, why don't you do us a big favour and head along to your podcast channel of choice, search Way Out in the Wing, and drop a little review in for us. Derek's done it, Worm's done it, and I've done it. And we need a few more on there because the more reviews we get and the more favourable stars, the better off we're going to be next season when we introduce the Wing League. Standalone competition. Okay, maybe we're not going to do that, but we need your help. Listen, like, subscribe, and rate and review us, and we will pump things up. Just do it. Love you. At Way Out Wing, search, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Uh, rightio. Um, mate, I'm done with correspondence. Rightio, then. I'm done with Wing Raider. Here we go. Oh, it's time for Derek's deep dive. Let's get stuck into it. 
your call, fellas. Well, we've 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 had a deep dive already, but it wasn't Derek's. It was I Daisy's. I fear that this deep dive is going to be shorter than the Wing Radar. <laughs> That's okay. Discussion. That's good. Uh, all right then. Do Derek's- we want to hold it over for next week? How are we going time-wise? Oh, I've hit the bottom now. Yeah, but that's okay. Uh, what, are, what are we? Where are we at? No, we're okay. Okay. Derek's deep dive for this week is, would you draft Jordan DeGoey to the new Tasmanian side? I thought you were about to say to your local regional <laughs> footy team. Yes. Yes. I will. To the Tassie side. To the Tassie side. Let's say we're, we're coming in. We're, we're going to play next year. Next year? Yeah. Let's just say we're All short right. time period. So have we got, have we got the, the stadium? Market. Have we got the stadium built? Uh, no, it's he- been built at the moment. It okay. won't be ready for next year. Would you draft Jordan Ngoi to the new Tasmanian side? He'd be a lot of fun, wouldn't he? Uh, yeah, you would. Would you? Well, I reckon if every other club... Um, Is he... the Rosemary the- Durak playing Sheffield next week. Yeah. Uh, if... <laughs> if you want to rewind 25 yeah, minutes. Yeah, if... It- Every other club would love to get Jordan Dugowie and on their list, and he will play in some. He will play if it's not for Collingwood. He'll be he'll be someone. Someone will pick him up. It might be on less coin than what he was offered at Collingwood. Down here. I, I, no, no, no. I, I did see that Collingwood have apparently pulled his contract offer. Uh, but I'm asking, would you? Y- would, yeah, would you select him down yeah, here? I would absolutely. Would you pay him? Would he slip into a? Um, sort of a split salary where part of it is marketing and part of it is obviously playing. Oh, who knows how they structure all that? But you'd probably, well, I'm you'd probably, you. I'm, the, I'm asking for this hypothetical. You, you'd, you'd have, uh, I'd be structuring it if I was the Tassie team. I'd be structuring it with a lot of uh, how many strikes it, does he get? Yeah, that's right. A lot of um, you know, lack of indiscretion bonuses uh, per se, rather than you know, to to give yourself a lot of get out of jail free clauses. The only thing, the only thing I counter against, uh, I'd I'd love to take him, and I think he'd be a marquee player, and I think, oh mate, if Carlton, off, if no, Carlton, no, no, I'm talking Tasmania, yeah, no, but would would you take him at Carlton? Uh yeah, probably, yeah, of course you would. Um, it's a match winner. My only hesitancy with taking him for a new Tasmanian side um, would be that you, and I hate comparing it, but you look at what the Jank Jumpers did from a team culture, culture point of view and yeah, what probably don't Scotty want, Roth don't did. want his impression impressionable I'm not on young sure. players. Well, it's not even that. I'm not sure whether he is the greatest attribute or the greatest um, giver of those attributes in a team sense compared to potentially a, someone else out in the open market. I don't know names on the open market. We're not flicking but, through but, but AFL let's, player let's monthly say or anything. What you, what you are saying is you would probably you prefer a Jack Rewalt, um, maybe not the best example, although you'd still take Jack. But You would take Richmond a... Un, Richmond un offering Jack a... Um, is that real? No, no, no. Uh, I, I mean hypothetical. Richmond aren't offering Jack. They've said, you're too old. We're going to move on thanks to your service and stuff. Do you take a 37-year-old yeah. Jack Rewald or do you take a 26-year-old Jordan to go? I think, I think you're, what you're probably alluding to is would you take a, um, a Sam Walsh, um, you know, uh, Christian Petrarca, um, work ethic-driven standard-setting player over a potential... Toby Green, Jake Stringer, Jordan Dugowie, match-winning type of player. Who do you want to instill the work ethic and all of that in your younger, impressionable players? Yes, you'd it probably go the more. It depends more on, I suppose, the makeup of the rest of your list. Yeah, of course, and it everything. Does. I mean, would Tasmania take him? Oh, I think you would. You I mean, would. it's a marquee, marquee player. Is that annoying? Yeah, it's really annoying. Uh, he's a marquee player. Of course, you'd take someone of yeah. if that someone of that ilk was available. How long then, would he last? Oh, six days. <laughs> Tazzy's, you know. But Eddie said it. No one wants to live here. Oh, that's right. He wouldn't of come. course. No, what are we doing here still? Oh, we're in Launceston, not Hobart. So. Oh, shout out to all our southern listeners. No, oh, originally from Hobart. I thought you were from Europe, Latvia. <laughs> well, I am partial. Isn't your brother the Latvian model? Latvian model? Yeah. <laughs> would you take him? I just said before, yes, I would. Yeah. I was listening. I just wanted you to reiterate it. Ah, there it is. That was a... It was okay. Yeah. Short and sharp. Strengths! Thanks to Van Demon. New song, ready? Yeah. I hope not.
I don't think I can put a new song on that. No, I like it. I reckon that's that's the highlight of. Um, I know we're wrapping up. So, um, last drinks. I got a little surprise for you. Excellent. Love a surprise. Uh, when, What's the greatest surprise you've ever had? Uh, a two hundred dollar set of electric Lego um, spaceship train set when I was about seven or eight for Christmas. Okay. The greatest thing I've ever had. Still got it at mum and dad's. The kids play with it. Nice. nice. Awesome. Yeah, you weren't excellent. expecting me to have that straight up. Were you? No, I mean it was good off the cuff that you still remember. It was pretty impressionable for yeah, you. It was. So, yeah. Uh, the Wednesday is the solstice. No, tomorrow is solstice swim for Dark Mofo. Shortest, yeah. shortest day of the year. Well, technically Wednesday and Tuesday and Wednesday are equal. Okay, I missed, Thursday, I missed the Greens Beach. Thursday afternoon, oh. we're back out here. Uh, Thursday afternoon. Oh, hold on. Jade Childs is coming out. I am filling a Thursday tank Thursday. with oh, two thousand liters of Thursday ice works. water. That's right. You work from home. You can. You have it. Four o'clock. We're back out here. Three minutes in ice water. Oh, yeah. What's he this took, for? This is for his loaves and fishes. Oh, took umbrage at our little comment about him not looking too good at the end of his half marathon. Yeah, wasn't too happy. So he's roped us in. We're going to do it. What are we doing? Three minutes in ice water. Where? Just out here under the tree. What are we in? We're in bathers. No, but I mean, yeah, I got a vessel out there. We're gonna, oh, we're gonna tank two thousand liters of water. Three minutes. That'll yep. be the longest I three know. minutes of my life. It's a long three minutes with you and I at the best of times. <laughs> let alone when we're <laughs> squealing. We won't, we won't like be able to talk. Can we have the? Can we put these speak up stage? Uh, yes, absolutely. On? We, unless we got loaves and fishes ones coming from Skip. Okay, but we'll be is doing it, it. Is he running out? I don't think so. Oh, it's before he's got footy training afterwards. Where's he playing? South. Is he? Yeah. Rezies? No. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having us. Excellent. In Enjoy your, car, your week. In your earbuds, whatever. Tuesday Go morning, you'll be listening. Wilders is getting this out tonight. Absolutely. Zero editing. Adios, amigos. Thanks for coming. If you enjoyed this chat on Way Up in the Wing, make sure you like and subscribe to the Way Up in the Wing podcast channel so you never miss another entertaining episode, neglect an exclusive interview, or forget what games you should be seeing this footy season. Listen, like, and subscribe to the channel now. Remind me, I've got an idea for our summer podcast series to talk to you about. Interesting. TSL podcast? No, no, no.